Hey there, welcome. It is Coach Natalie, and this is Up Your Feed. In this podcast, I share with you common questions I get from my nutrition clients. Because while everyone has unique needs, the questions are usually the same. And if they are asking, you probably are too. Here we go. Today, I'm answering the question, how accurate are calories burned on my fitness watch? In the next few minutes, I'm going to cover what is metabolism, what does calories burned even mean, and how is the number estimated? Ending with how to best use fitness trackers. And I'm gonna attempt to do this in under seven minutes, so let's give this a go. Metabolism is the energy required to keep your body functioning. This is far more involved than the simple idea that our metabolism is only related to our body weight, our body fat, or muscle. It is the energy it takes to keep your cells working properly. And there is something like 37 trillion cells that need energy. It is a total of all the functions of your body, from breathing, to blinking, digesting, to fuel our brain so we can think, making the heartbeat, making our hair grow. We are talking about energy expenditure. And this energy used or energy expenditure involves three components. One is the energy that we use at rest. This is all the calories our body uses before we even start to move. Then there's the energy used to digest and absorb food. This is called the thermic effect of food. Yes, believe it or not, we require calories or energy to break down the food that we eat. And then the third component is physical activity. The physical activity component makes up about 15 to 30% of our total energy use. And it is the one that we have the most control over. And that's the area that we're gonna talk about today related to fitness trackers. Two of the best methods used to calculate energy used or energy expenditure, we also sometimes call this calories burned, are indirect calimetry and the doubly labeled water method. I'm not gonna go into detail on those methods here, but they are considered the gold standard when it comes to finding out how many calories you burned in a day. What these methods are looking at specifically and what makes them so accurate is that they measure how much carbon dioxide that is exhaled by a person. So carbon dioxide, CO2, that is the star here. It is a byproduct of energy production in the body. When we breathe in oxygen, it is transported to our cells, and then it combines with the nutrients and produces energy. The waste product of this process is CO2. The amount of CO2 we exhale is directly related to the amount of oxygen we consume and the number of calories we burn. In other words, by measuring the amount of CO2 produced during exercise and comparing it to the amount of oxygen consumed, we can calculate the number of calories burned. Pretty great. To do this in those two gold standard methods, it does take equipment, time, and money. It isn't the easiest or the most cost-effective way for people to check this day-to-day. Thus enters the fitness tracker. These devices are easy to get, easy to use, relatively affordable, and give quick results. But the difference here is they rely on heart rate monitoring instead of CO2. Heart rate monitoring is used to estimate how many calories you burn 
based on the assumption that there is a direct relationship between heart rate and how much oxygen you consume and how much CO2 you breathe out. The calories burned in this case is based on an estimate with a formula, not how much CO2 you are actually breathing out. And this makes them less accurate. They also don't take into consideration gender, body composition, current fitness level, ability, and genetics. There are discrepancies between upper and lower body workouts as well. They do a better job with activities like running, but are less accurate with things like swimming, cycling, or being at rest, like reading a book. That means the number that is coming back on your watch might not exactly be how much you are burning. In an evaluation of seven popular fitness tracking devices in a diverse group of 60 volunteers, it showed that six of the devices were great at monitoring heart rate. They did it pretty darn well. Some devices were more accurate than others and factors like skin color, body mass index affected the measurements. But here's the thing, none of the seven devices measured energy expenditure accurately. Even the most accurate device was off by an average of 27%, and the least accurate was off by 93%. So does this mean trash the tracker? Not necessarily. The way they can be used is to get an idea if you are keeping up with movement from day to day. You can see if you are working as hard or as intense as you were before. They do a good job of measuring heart rate, and that can be motivating too. But just know that the number is not perfect. A user should not base the number of donuts or beers that they have on how many calories your device says you burned. That would be a bad idea. Metabolism and energy expenditure are complex processes. And while fitness trackers can be useful, they should be used with caution when it comes to tracking calories burned. The best way to improve your metabolism and burn more calories is to stay active, build muscle, eat a healthy diet, including protein, and enjoy, have fun along the way. I'm Natalie Sabin, and this is Up Your Feed. Thanks for listening.